Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Cran. Uh, yeah, I'm Angela, and I just want to play for the team. And I'm Sarah, and I would love to give you a tight, rather desperate hug. <laughs> and I will, and my arms will naturally embrace you. <laughs> they won't just, like, flail and flap weirdly to the side like some maniac. All right. No, no offense. No offense to any subjects um... of the queen. I'm not calling her a maniac. Uh, all right, so here we are. This is episode Terra Nullius. And oh, and, and this is episode number six. seven. Six. Number six. Episode mm-hmm. six, season four of the Netflix's The Crown. The Crown. I feel like other uh other podcasts that review dramas mm-hmm. yeah. will also take a moment to say who the director was of this episode mm-hmm. and who wrote it, mm-hmm. but I, and can... I did look at those things but i did not write them down we can let other podcasts do that yeah <laughs> if you want that information go listen to another podcast. right because then it requires a whole lot of additional it's research because then yeah. i have to know something about the other things they've directed and i just don't Mm-mm. nope uh yeah so tara nullius yeah what is Nulius? that what is it <laughs> I think Philip tells us later in the, someone tells us later in the episode. Oh, no, it's the, the prime minister of Australia tells us. It means nobody's country or something. Oh, or the country right. of, yeah, I think it's something like nobody's country. Um, it was a name given by King George III. And, uh, right, because yeah. we open with the prime minister talking about um, Australia not needing the crown anymore mm-hmm. and the crowd cheering him on right very kind of nationalistic another um episode about nationalism <laughs> i feel mm-hmm. like the other one with the argentinians mm-hmm. planting their flag on uh the falklands was similar uh and yeah and there's a there's a tour coming up and the prime minister is anticipating that you know very different from the 1954 and i know it was 1954 that the queen was there for her her triumphant tour because she kept saying that over and over throughout the episode (laughs) and it was like the highlight of her life because she at least four times in the episode she told somebody it was 1954 oh 1954 yes uh but he feels like tide you know the tide has probably turned now is the time to to get our independence from the crown and uh and so, um, who is the queen? The queen's talking to Margaret, and they're sort of, or Margaret's telling her that Diana's having problems, and that the staff is noticing, yeah, the... you know, some behaviors that are problem problematic. And then the tour is coming up, and they have this whole exchange where Margaret's like, "Isn't there aren't there consequences of going away on a five month tour?" Oh, right kind of thing and she's like and no then, it was a, a smashing success yeah, yeah the tour was a total success and it's like uh missing the point and yeah and then i wrote down this um when they're saying that she's bringing the baby and she says since when has a baby ever been a stabilizing <laughs> influence on anything <laughs> it's like have a yes, point <laughs> great question great question never the answer is never no one has ever said that before diana said it <laughs> um but then it turns out that 
little William yeah. very much was. He's mm-hmm. so cute in his little like high waisted little baby jumper, which we'll get to. Um, and then we're at Highgrove, right? There's a party. <sighs> Charles and Camilla are holding court as if they're like, oh, you know, God, master and mistress too, of the house. Too much. And the joke. Uh, uh, the whole extended rape joke, which yeah. was not funny, mm-hmm. but everyone just was. And, and clearly they've done this before. It's a whole like Laurel and Hardy yeah. kind of. Yeah. It was like they were on they stage. Do. Yeah. And she's smoke. She's got her and cigarette. Like, boom. I mean, they're just like, yeah. It was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it just, it goes back for me. It reminded me of that earlier episode when Margaret Thatcher is visiting them and in, was it in Scotland? And mm-hmm. just sort of how they are in their downtime, just kind of like gross and vulgar and mm-hmm. not what you, well, whatever. I, I, you know, I didn't so much enjoy the long rape joke, but me know, neither. It, it seemed to entertain everyone. And I know, it's and really I, I this think bonding thing that Charles and Camilla have. Right. I'd say it's probably it was probably definitely a joke of the time. Like mm-hmm. that kind of joke was more funny in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but then yeah, also their way of telling it. You know. You know, you're seeing it being like you can't even picture charles and diana doing that together mm-hmm. no matter what the joke even was like even if it wasn't a vulgar joke you can't they're not you can't picture them doing that kind of thing yeah and there was even this moment when even before that party where we see charles like arriving and everybody's all dressed in their riding gear and i'm assuming oh, yeah. that's like the husband parker bold whatever his first name is what's his first name whatever Mr. Parker Bowles Bowles. you know so Camilla and Charles lock eyes and then Parker Bowles looks you know from one to the other so clearly you know everybody knows that this is a very crowded marriage as Diana says much later very crowded um and then it's just I I'm always interested in how this the going back to the direction like how the scenes are cut yeah. one to the next. So, cause, cause we see Charles and Camilla and they're just like, and they're like touching each other throughout this storytelling. Ugh, and then cut He's to Charles and Diana, like sitting on the couch, like two teenagers, siblings that yeah. have been like in trouble. Yeah. Right. No, it's literally cut to sad Diana. It's just yeah. like, cut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From like laughing triumphant Camilla to like totally slumped, slouched over Diana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then trying to be convinced that, you know, this is going to be good for your marriage and, mm-hmm. you know, we see this, like, it's... perfect couple of the queen and, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, Philip just oh, yeah, reminiscing was... about all the sex <laughs> they were having. Right? I mean, we could hardly... Oh, wait, there, that was in, our, in their private conversation. It was so hot. We could hardly so sleep hot. yet. We could hardly sleep, wink, wink. But in front of the kids, in front, yeah, in front of the teenagers, they're like... But still, oh, the... Uh, be a great uh, The flirtation great was there. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I know. But they're then, so, like, remember, flirty like, with each other. When it was going on in season one, Philip did not enjoy that tour at all. I know. It didn't like, actually... Really complaining about it the entire time. It made me want to go back show. and watch it. Mm-hmm. I always just keep thinking about that. And this is when they were in Africa, right? When they were in mm-hmm. that like tree house and then they like 
saw the lion or something like Mm -hmm. that and then he like saved her from the elephant the angry elephant yeah something something. like that yeah yeah uh so now they're going to go so now they're planning it and i guess that's charles's secretary who who is so rude relationship with diana i know I mean, I've, I sort of, like, he's got a job to do, and he's probably... But it just, he seems like, like he's I, being I, disrespectful, been... right? Yeah. I feel like he's like, I'm on uh, Charles's side no matter what. Yeah, and he's probably, and certainly he's been in that job for a lot longer than Diana's been around, so sure he feels like he knows how this is supposed to go she's the newcomer she just needs yeah. to follow instructions this has all been planned for a long time but and she's, she's not just the coming princess. in with her ba- with her baby and her baby needs and right so okay plans. so they're on the plane we see i feel like we see the first real look from diana i so i was like okay i'm look one and then by i feel like i only wrote down to like three or something because she literally wears like 15 different dresses it's in this episode it's a feast for the eyes. Yeah. Oh, like, totally. I was like, if I'm going to keep track of this, I'm going to have like my whole notebook full. Cause she's like, <laughs> it's like every scene she's in a new dress yeah. and they're all these just like great eighties dresses. It's like, Oh, you just wear dresses. That's all you wear. Really great dresses. And yeah, honestly, they look... not to like make it about me, but honestly, these are the kinds of dresses that mm-hmm. I would like to wear to yes, school. They are. And if yes. you search, if you go on eBay mm-hmm. and search, Vintage secretary dresses. These are the dresses Ooh, you will find. You, you are just giving away your secrets. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Pretty soon now there won't be any left. But, um, yeah, like with the pattern. I wonder if you put in Princess like, Diana dresses if you'll get even I more. I wonder. Let me try that. I'm going to eBay right now and see. Yeah, they totally reminded me of Angela outfits. Thank um, you much. But you can, like, and they're great work dresses, but also they're great just, like, whatever dresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just, um, it's just, um, a one piece, yeah. you know, but then it's, if it's you don't have to worry about anything being tucked little, in little bows, and yeah. little like waist, little like, um, peplum waist and everything. It's like so much, so many cute details in eighties dresses. And then they're just very light and right. thin and just comfortable. Love it. But on so on the plane though she's wearing this sweater and skirt combo. It's like pleated, the, right? That why and it's like the sweater that, material. Mm-hmm. And like the elastic at the bottom of the sweater has to fit. Like your your skirt is like flat at the waist, and then it pleats like mm-hmm. at the hip, so that your sweater mm-hmm. and your pleats aren't bunching under the sweater. It was like perfectly fitted. And, and then they're going to go to, they're going to, she finds out that William's going to be away from her for two weeks at Wuwargama. Right. A and sheep so, farm, a sheep station. <laughs> but a very uh, unimaginatively shepherd's pie. <laughs> at the sheep station. I've, I meant to Google that. I do like, feel Wuwargama like sheep station. Charles. Charles like has two moments in this episode where he's like kind of actually being funny and he gets Mm -hmm. like no response like that's kind of (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) when he says like oh that's what we call good weather in England or something like that uh we call that summer yeah we call that summer dead silence I was like that's cute come on I mean it's just his 
it's very, yeah nobody wants yeah, to laugh at him he's just so off-putting and, and then when he when when she's making faces behind him later on in the episode and he's like oh you never know what a woman is up to behind your back yeah everyone's and everyone's like ooh what yeah i know he just can't he he just doesn't quite get it right <laughs> he's just not charming no but is he i mean i feel like he, he because he's, uh, he's a little tiny bit charming with camilla and it's like if we didn't feel this like ugh feeling like and yes i think i think having that joke be a rape joke added to the the viewers being like ugh you know mm -hmm. but yeah. like let's put aside the rape part <laughs> Mm -hmm. and put aside the fact that it's with this woman he's having an affair with like that scene could have been a moment of him actually being kind of charming right yeah but clearly it's a it's a rehearsed bit that they've done before so that also is i know helpful. it is a little eye rolling. like this is my thing this is my shtick i know i was trying to be like okay like if i was sitting in that room i'd had a couple mm -hmm. glasses of wine i like knew all these people like mm -hmm. would i have been like oh look at these two or would i have been like ugh gross there was a woman, I mean, there were, you know, there were some people in the room who were kind of cringing, you know, more the women than the men. Yeah, but everyone but, was just yeah, like, oh. Yeah, if you were just like oh, drinking oh. and smoking and you, and you've probably heard this joke a bunch of times before already. So everyone's just like playing their role. Like this is us at our fabulous Hanging party, with at royalty. our hunting party at Highgrove. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. But then, okay. So Diana like goes, she has this little speech. And what does he look like? And and who? And what do you see? <laughs> what so, is he doing? Yeah. And is he beautiful yeah. or ugly? Yes. It's all right to say it's, it's right. just a child. <laughs> I was yeah, like kind I'm, of annoyed by the speech. I was kind of the yeah. same as the second. I'm like, all right, come on. What are you trying to what get on with it? Your point. <laughs> okay. Yes, we get it. You're very attached. You want to be with him. You can't bear to be with apart from him for two weeks. Yeah. I get it. And well, then this he just was... walks back out into the plane. And yeah, he's like, okay, whatever. Talking to Charles. <laughs> but yeah, my second, um, my runner-up uh, opening line was going to be, "I'm Sarah, and I'm a living, breathing, present mother." Mm -hmm. <laughs> because that's what like, she says. Bring... Right, and to bring up the king, the future king, so that he has a vestige of humanity. Right. Ugh. So she feels like my role is to like raise the future king, not just to be the little princess, which I applaud. She's got, she's taken the long view. Right, she's gonna be the mother of a king. I feel like that's more important than being the princess. Mm -hmm. um, and then the prime minister is still like anticipating getting their independence. He's like he he refers to Charles as a jug-eared bonehead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which you know is fair. Is this when does he say that? Is that in on TV or private? That is on no, that's privately. Yeah, that's in his like when he's talking to one of his aides. Oh, like while they're watching the press conference go so badly. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, and then the queen is watching herself on <laughs> one of those two real, uh, real to real film. Yes, real to real in that dining room. I feel like she spends a lot of time in that little dining room, which I know, I like. alone with her glasses. I know she watches TV in it because there's been a other in a previous episode where she was sitting there eating by herself with the TV yeah. stand pulled up. Now she watches her reel to reels of herself. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, yeah. And Charles, I guess I don't know why. Like, why is that trip 
of all the trips, because surely she has, she's like the most traveled person in history. I wonder at least why. Well, I mean, I think it's because is it so important because they keep keeps referencing it and and really. Well, I think just more because it was both Australia, right? So it's like he's going to Australia, so she's just remembering her Australia trip. But yeah. it is kind of weird that she's sitting there watching it in the by herself in the dining room. Like, yeah, why not set it up in the living room and watch it with Philip or even with, <laughs> you know, Margaret and your mom, like your gal pals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Was it's she like she's having this own, she's having her own private little moment. And they do consider it more important, she feels like, because Philip even is like, why did, why did you send the B team? You yep. should have gone. Yeah. Then he throws shade on mm-hmm. the Seychelles in the Bahamas. Like, you yeah. could send them to, to the Seychelles. Seychelles. Who cares? Yeah. It's like, excuse me. Um, yeah, that was actually a moment, like how we were talking about last week, how he has no decision-making power and stuff. Like, that was a moment I thought of, like, oh, he kind of told her what she should have done. Mm-hmm. But again, mm-hmm. it's like she didn't. When the decision was made, she didn't run the spy anyone. She was just like, okay, that's what they're doing. But yeah. Um. So I was wondering who was her doppelganger who was walking behind her when they were walking up that up that steep hill when she had to stop. There was oh. she was wearing this all white dress. But when the camera first goes to that scene, we see this like blonde thin white woman walking up a hill she has on this beautiful pastel peplum little dress mm-hmm. with a matching pastel purse she's carrying a pastel parasol yeah and i thought, I thought that it... was diana that wasn't her she was in front in a white yeah, dress because when she turns yeah because then when she turns around when she's like i'm having a problem um i assume just like her lady in waiting or something yeah like holding so. her parasol for her but she's not <laughs> she wasn't. She was, I was like that parasol was. A, yeah, it's a small parasol. Yeah, I was kind of wondering who that person was too, because she didn't help she looked her. So much like her was she like yeah. her uh, body double? Yeah, stunt girl, <laughs> stunt lady. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. That scene. First of all, why was that the outfit? Right. I mean, Charles is wearing this like safari, which is still like weird, but much more appropriate. <laughs> Yeah. Why is she wearing a white dress? Dress. Carrying a white purse. She probably had white pumps on. And yeah, it's probably like 100 degrees out. Very steep, rocky looking. Dusty. Going where? Yeah. It was very strange. And then they were like, Would you like some water, princess? Yeah. Some water. You need help, princess. I know. It was here that the princess faltered. An English rose wilting in the heat. I'm like, how many times have they said that? I know, right? But yeah, and Charles is like, doesn't get it. Like you would think, and it's like I feel like if it was Camilla, he would have turned around and been like, yeah, this is ridiculous. Why are we doing this right now? Yeah. Like he has no sympathy. He's just like, oh, she's so weak. That was so rude. Yeah. Then he just trashes her to Camilla calls her pathetic <laughs> in his British way like saying being called pathetic <laughs> by uh, a high class Brit that was painful <laughs> she's so pathetic she's so weak I mean that's good like, that that's sounds so, like him thank you so mean <laughs> so mean oh yeah um so weak and fragile yeah yeah 
and young. And we get it. She is young. You're like 12 years older than her. So, mm. yes, she's young. But um, so then they, she, you know, insists on being taken to little William. So they, mm-hmm. do, I don't, does, did it, did it mean that they redid the whole itinerary? So, I mean, I guess they obviously had to because then they like had to rearrange a bunch of things so that they could fly to Wumagarma, Wuargama. Yeah, I was a little confused by that. Like, William. so she they did go early, right? It was like, and then just spent a couple of days there and then continue the tour? Or was it like the end of the mm-hmm. two weeks? No, I no, because she's like, like, I need after to see that him. scene where she confronts the guy, and she's like, I want to see my baby, our baby, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're on a plane, and then she runs out of the car, Run, yeah. and it reminded me of that scene later on when they're older, and she there's that famous scene of Diana like after she's been apart from William and Harry, and they're teenagers, and then she like runs up to greet them on some deck of a ship or something like i remember this this image of her Mm. in the 80s or not or maybe it was the 90s by then yeah um so just i felt like they were trying to do a call back or a call forward to that like impulse of hers to like rush to be reunited with her children Mm -hmm. because she's so physical because then that comes up when the when margaret and the Mm -hmm. queen are talking about it later like or uh, I love. I can't wait till we get to that scene between um, Anne and Liz. Yeah, so <laughs> they had a lot to say. That was such a bizarre scene, but we'll talk about it. Maybe yeah. you can like give me some insight because I was a little confused. Like, what are they even doing? Okay. The- All right. Okay. So, yes, in this sheep station house in the middle of nowhere is like so cozy. I, I know. Just wanted to the breeze. Be there. The breeze on that front porch is just like, uh, you can just feel the breeze. Right. But okay. then you look out and it's like basically the desert. And I was like, how do they get water? <laughs> yeah. Where are the pipes? Like, right? where is everything coming from? And How's their electricity? Where's their whole staff? Where's their whole yeah, staff where are the right wires? <laughs> right. Yeah. How do they get water out there? How do they get telephone, telegrams? Yeah. But it was beautiful. And yeah, so basically we go, like, it's like him being like, she's so weak and fragile to mm-hmm. then the fight that turns into the profession of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where we're and all then like, she says, gosh, 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 which she says several times. Yeah. That's her thing. Gosh. But I didn't, I didn't like how that, so she, I appreciated that she really like confronted him and was like, you know, these are the problems. Are you are you aware of how hard I'm having it right now? And this is the problem. And and you he like had a picture of Camilla. He wore her cufflinks yeah. on their honeymoon. They're, like, like, excuse me. Uh, what does she? How does she describe them being intertwined? Oh, like lovers, like some disgusting, yeah. vulgar. Yeah. I don't know something. Yeah. Yeah. Like and and then. So after all of that is revealed to us, the audience, yeah. like not only did he give her this bracelet right before their wedding, she gave him cufflinks, which he wore. Pictures of her are falling out of his books. <laughs> love letters. She's finding love letters. Yeah. And then in the next minute, it's like, but I love you. But okay, we have to I be know. nicer to each other. I know. We have to compliment each other. Okay. And I'm like, but wait a minute. I know. I know. Uh, when he this... said, but I love you, I was like, mm-hmm. come on. 
in what way yeah yeah and then she she bought it but i feel like he was buying it too like he was convincing himself like he Mm -hmm. wants in that moment he's like i don't want my marriage to be this way i want to be in love with this person so i'm gonna say i love her because I want to And then it he just looks true. so pleased with himself. Like he just did some like, okay, great achievement. It. <laughs> and she's like, gosh. And then they make a sexual 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 reference. Because <laughs> she says, we have to give it to each other oh, yeah. more often. And then she's like, compliments, I mean. And he's like, yes, and the other thing. And I was just like, ew. But you just said that, yes, I've been writing love letters to another woman. Yeah. So how are we now going to promise to have more sex? Yeah, the whole the whole thing is very flawed. Yes, good. <laughs> that's a good way to describe it. It's very flawed, Netflix. I'm um, sorry, this makes no sense to me. But I mean, okay. So then they give us though a great a great um, montage, a great being yeah. in being in love montage. <laughs> oh, before that, before we get to all that, I wanted to say going back to the fashion. Because then they have that whole little scene of like the little picnic where the reporters are like, oh, is he walking? Are you going to have a, what about a spare? They actually like ask her, what about the spare? But I, that, I don't, I don't think necessarily that was all in one day, but she, there were three scenes in a row and she had on three different outfits. Like when she got out of the, when she ran out of the car to get her her baby. Yeah, this was the point in the show where I was like, okay, I can't keep track of Mm -hmm. all of them. Oh, I was I was watching because she had this gorgeous yellow yeah. dress on with a little bow, mm-hmm. and then when they had their like talk on the porch, she was wearing like a per- like a lilac thing with a diagonal kind of. It was so pretty, and then when they were sitting on the picnic, she was wearing like this turquoise thing with a with a white sailor collar or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, the sailor collar. Yeah. So I was like, I don't, I'm, that, it seemed like that was all one day and it could have been, she could have had many multiple costume changes in a day. But anyway, I loved those three scenes and three different dresses that were all so yeah. pretty. No, yeah. I feel like that's part of why I felt like they were there for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they go to the ball or to the, whatever yes. the dance and she's got that gorgeous blue gown on. Yeah. And I, I have, I love the. Ruffles. I feel like the song was great. I loved the mm-hmm. like band. That song, whenever the horns come in, it just really gets you. It's like a good, mm-hmm. it's a good classic song. Yeah, and um, they like they had a great time. Yeah, um, and then they like have that little scene where they come back to the hotel. I love that '60s architecture, '60s or '70s architecture of that hotel. Very like mid-century modern, and then they're like their rooms are across the hall right because other, it's so hilarious the, uh, and then the guard i was looking the guard who was at the turns end of the around hall, yeah he's got his back to them like, like i don't know business you're yeah. married <laughs> um and then in the next morning the headline on the newspaper that he gets i, I paused it so i could see the headline oh. the headline was charles swirls happy princess into the dance <laughs> which is <laughs> It doesn't it's feel grammatically correct. I, I read it several times. It swirls like, princess into the dance. The, what the heck kind of headline is this? Charles swirls 
happy princess into the dance. <laughs> dance. <laughs> it makes no Is sense. She like into the night or something throughout the night. Right, and then it's like Charles. Like that seems very familiar. Oh, right. And then yeah. Happy Princess. Like she doesn't even get a name. Right. And then into but the that dance. sounds a little just, everything yeah. was wrong with that. Yeah. Dumb. It was yeah. a really dumb headline. <laughs> so that's what it was. <laughs> I didn't research if it's a real headline. I'm assuming oh, yeah. it is because it's so bad. Yeah, you just Google that line. Yeah. Uh, and then she he rejects. CPB's phone call. Right. So, like, at this point, he's okay with the amount of attention Diana's getting. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because he's, he's like, like, okay, no. it'll stop. No, I won't. Yeah. And I wonder and, what kind ugh, of mood so gross. CPB like, was in. Could you imagine? Like, look, the pressure's taken off of you, Charles. Like, just go with it. Like, yeah, don't sit there Diana's being jealous. Like, okay, I'm not even going to, like, stay mad about the love letters and all that. And yeah. You told me you love me. I'm I'm just coasting on that. You're giving me your attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, but then, okay, after this is when we go to Queen Aunt, the Queen and Anne throwing shade, right? Is this the scene you're talking about? About Diana? Um, he, While they're getting tailored? On. No. Well, first, there's, then the next day, she's she wears that very iconic pink dress with, with the, the hat. matching hat and this when they I meet the people scene. right and then charles literally gets shoved aside while everybody just goes for her and then and then somebody like gets his attention just to say to him she's gorgeous you're <laughs> lucky to have her <laughs> and then he's first starts to realize that yeah the focus is on her yeah so then we cut to queen and Anne. yeah <laughs> And again, she says 1954. Oh, when first Anne is like, "Oh, look, yeah, the 1800s." No one or like... this yeah, I love that. She's, <laughs> she's a big hit, uh, much better than somebody else, like back in the 1800s or whenever you were there. <laughs> her shade, and because she like hardly moves her mouth, and yeah, face, like, yes. she's like just absolutely destroying her mother. Yeah, so brilliant to watch. And um, then, but this whole scene is them what they're getting fitted for some yeah, military uniforms. Yeah, we see the military military regalia once again, the third time <laughs> this season. The queen is in military regalia. Yeah, we keep seeing it. Be getting like we've never seen fitted. it before, right? And suddenly this and season orphan, we have three see, episodes. See the ninety-year-old queen right now yeah. in her uniform. I know. Isn't she like commander in chief? I mean, yeah, apparently she's, according to this season, she's in it all the time. Yeah, so they were getting fitted. And I love how, like, it's such a TV uh, house. Like, the TV is on all the time in every room that they're in. And I love that because in other dramas, like if you ever notice, like on sitcoms or dramas on TV, no one ever watches TV, like the TV in the like fictional TV world. But I feel like it's a little bit of a, I mean, it's definitely a story cheat in a way. It's like, how are we going to tell everyone what the news is? Like Mm -hmm. they keep using like the news as a way to tell us what is happening in history. Yeah. You know? Yeah good observation but watching and them just watch keeping it is up with fun. it all by yeah. watching it on tv but wouldn't they yeah that wouldn't they be getting their own dispatches like official like yeah they're finding out on the news just reports. like everyone else right so you have to trust 
what the BBC is telling you. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, so they have I think I feel like I feel like they watch it on the news and then they probably get like briefed or whatever. And they have their little like, you know, she has her meetings with the prime minister, but she's still like finding stuff out on the news. Mm-hmm. And then the queen gets um, not for the first time gets defensive about her mothering like she takes yes. Anne's shade as like well are you saying I'm a bad mother yeah yeah which then she later on confronts Diana about like she's very defensive about like yeah Charles she says to Diana are you saying I'm a, I was mothering. a bad mother yeah yeah and it's like no Charles as you said he's like an independent person so I don't know, but still, you're the you're the captain of the team. I like that line. Uh, so Charles goes to play polo without Diana. And his... There's the jug ear sign, and then the, the, so somebody's got oh, a sign. Oh, I didn't notice. Someone, Someone has, has a jug ear sign, and they <laughs> laugh when he falls down. And yeah, actually, so when we were watch, uh, Alex was watching this with me, and he was like, "Why are they? Why is everyone being so mean to him?" And I was yeah. like, yeah, it is extreme. And I feel, I was like, I don't know, because, like, it's the 80s. People were meaner in the 80s. Like, there's no, rape jokes like and the booing. British, and the British, pa- the British press is. And, and but this press, wasn't the press. press. It was oh, their oh, game. Like, the someone brought you're a right, sign to right, the game. Right. And when they when he falls, they just boo. I mean, they I just, laugh. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's supposed to be probably, like, I mean, again, I think it, it's more toxic masculinity it's supposed to be like you know oh you're a man suck it up laugh at yourself if you fall down and but and and the fact that he can't take it Mm -hmm. makes him unlikable Mm -hmm. and but it is kind of a lot to take you know like I do I I felt for him in those in in that scene I'm like okay he's actually he does have a point of like she's going and everyone's fawning fawning all over her and he's going and not only are people not fawning all over him, but they're actually like trying to make him feel bad. But it's well, not Diana's of, fault that that's happening. That's the part where you're like, dude, don't blame her. And a big part of that, I think, is that they were predisposed to be that way toward him because they were, you know, there is this, there was before Diana's debut, this sentiment that we want to be. Yes emancipated from the crown so we hate the crown there's just stuffy there you know silly and so I think that had he come with like princess Camilla Parker Bowles or you know by himself then they would have just really gone full steam with that like mocking him and rejecting yeah him because they were but like wanting what... to reject the crown I mean what really is a turning point with Diana because at first with that horrible press conference you know they're like oh she's stupid she calls the thing whatever doc instead of rock mm-hmm. you know and i feel like they blow her off immediately of just being like oh she's not worth our time mm-hmm. and then what is it like what is it that suddenly maybe it was the... i mean when they I do their like dance the... right or i think it was when they did the picnic with the baby i feel like it was william but also it's like the picnic with the baby and then the scene after that is the dance and that's like when we start this like falling in love montage everything's going great both of those things it's not just diana like you know like charles is dancing with her her being being a mother pretty because you see all the girls on the 
on the receiving line. And that she has like a little baby too. Yeah, I think it's her being young and blonde. But I feel like it doesn't totally explain the rejection of Charles. You think that would also lead to them being like, oh, Charles is cool. Look, he's got this great family. Mm-hmm. Like, but they continue to reject him. But because, yeah, well, I mean, you know, they... if I showed up at this parade mm-hmm. and I happen to be on the side where Charles was shaking hands and said, Diana, I'd be mm-hmm. bummed out. Yeah, me too. Okay. Can't, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I think they, <laughs> they're more familiar with, I guess, I'm guessing they are more familiar and he's just he is Charles, like a dud and he's just part of the stuffy old kind of um yeah and there's just something about him yeah even now there's like i know no what what is the draw <laughs> the only person who loves him is camilla that's literally all i know but um yeah, so I, I just think that Diana was like fresh and new and pretty and young and there's a baby and I I could see I could see the preference. But I mean I guess we're talking about why do they have to be so mean about yeah. it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's Australians like, are maybe it to yourself. like hard <laughs> hardcore people. Perhaps. Yeah. Um uh, so yeah, they're chanting like, We want die, we want die. And then they laugh at him when he falls off the horse. But why the heck did he fall off the horse? Like, come on, that... come on, Charles. I know, right? So your one job is to stay on the I horse. I know. It's like, how much polo do you play since you're mm-hmm. in Thailand? <laughs> Get it together. Uh, right? It's, yeah, it's the only thing you have to do is stay on the horse. <laughs> <laughs> so then they have their, their, their other formal dinner. She's got that gorgeous red. So, yeah, this is my favorite look, I'd say. I liked this look better than the formal dance look i mean i like them both Mm -hmm. but of these two Mm -hmm. very formal looks this one i thought really stood out as stunning because it's got that like sundress top that casual kind of sundress like princess neckline but then the red though red with little sparkles on it tiara pretty and a total like tiara which seemed a little out of place but i don't know it all worked together yeah, and then she walks out in front of him. It was very like, like that scene in *Mommy Dearest* when like Joan Crawford and her guy are trying to get into the restaurant, and then there's a crush of people, and then he walks in without her, and he's like really mad because she's staying to sign autographs. But in this case, like you know, they're entering separately because like she's the star. It's, it's definitely not... a, yes, a moment where you notice, yeah, this isn't going well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, um yeah because so then he makes his bad joke about women you don't know what they're doing behind your back mm-hmm. and then he goes ballistic when they get back yeah. to the hotel and then he says thanks he, to oh, you was... people are booing the crown booing the crown and this was my other choice for uh when i now that i look at this note i was this was going to be my other choice for mm-hmm. for tagline when he says this is my tour my tour <laughs> how whiny what a baby this is my tour my tour i know ugh and because of you, they're booing me. They're booing the crown. And because of you, they're booing the yeah. crown. This is what this is his reasoning. Yeah. 
So he's a little unhinged. He's a little, <laughs> as as his sister said, you know this is going to be a problem yep. because you know that he's very fragile about this, and he wants he needs encouragement, he needs attention, and this is going to be very hard for him. Yep, she called it. Yeah. Mm. And then he meets with um, the the prime minister. They get to both hate talk. Diana together. Yes, and then he like says. Like, oh, I was just prepared to just throw off the shackles of of the Imperial, blah, blah, blah. But you and I both, he just is like, you and me both have been just made <laughs> fools of by this amazing young woman. We both look like total idiots. <laughs> yeah. Don't you feel like an idiot yeah. and loser next to her? Yeah. I do. <laughs> I know. But thanks to her. Australia is saved for the crown for the next foreseeable future. She has saved the empire. Right. So what are you going to do? <laughs> I know. And even in that moment, he doesn't even like, like the prime minister is being kind of a good sport. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That could have been, yeah, that's Charles <laughs> could have made it much better of a moment. Instead. He's just like, Rrr. yeah. Cause he really said nothing. Did he say anything? Yeah. He's just sort of like, mm. <laughs> so he, he was just like totally pointless. The whole, purpose for them sending him there was to like save the empire and he has this very yeah it's like yeah meeting. and your wife and Diana did it for you it, yeah he can't even say a word I know I he said anything in that scene yeah exactly she like did <laughs> she did the thing she did the thing who cares how it got done but it got done no but he's mad he's jealous ugh gross yeah Okay, so then we've got a very intense cut to the indigenous New Zealanders mm-hmm. and the and the puking montage. The it goes and back I, and forth yeah. between the like. And that was a directorial <laughs> decision. This is this is what makes me interested in this director or the writer or both. Like, what's mm-hmm. what is the message here? Why? Okay, so we can see her because now Charles is like freezing her out. Now he's still mad at her about the dinner and he's probably like supremely jealous of her that she like saved Australia for the crown. Yeah. And so now he's like not speaking to her and she's just like during this performance, she's just like look begging him with her eyes to like pay it. Maybe she wanted him to like hold her hand or something like this all could have been kind of overwhelming for her because she like does this um purging thing it seems like you know when she's feeling lonely and isolated or stressed and overwhelmed Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, i mean when she's feeling her lowest Mm -hmm. it happens but i wonder what you know yeah what is it what were we supposed to get from, from this, having those two things? Yeah, this like prime, supposed to be like a primal kind mm-hmm. of urge or yeah. something that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If I'm she's like, unsure and it's about that. this like loud, you know, she's keeping it all bottled in. We're seeing this dance and there's like, it's like loud and yelling and. And the guy's like the face opposite is of like it. fully in the frame. Like the whole frame is his face like right yeah. there. And it's very, yeah, it's all very intense. Intense, intense, intense. Yeah. And again, the But also the like, puking is intense too. It's like her whole yeah. body, you know. Definitely. It's very physical in a different way. 
it is really it is so um like good the way that they capture that like the like desperation of it and like the breathlessness of it like it's like this thing that yeah it is this very intense like terrifying thing like I've not I have not done this like made myself do this on purpose but you know we've all vomited and it is like this experience yeah. of like having no control no control and then when it's over like your eyes are you're like what just happened you're out of breath yeah you're like oh my god was I gonna you, you there's this moment where you think you're gonna choke to death you know so and I feel like there's also a moment out. right before where you're like oh I can control this and then mm-hmm. you realize, like, no, this is happening no matter what. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> yeah, like, here it comes. Yeah. But what she's yeah. doing is she's making it happen. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, yeah. a very different experience than it happening out of your control, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because first there's the binging. They don't spend a whole lot of time on the binging, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, we get the idea. Okay, so she eats a a dessert that somebody left on the table. Like, why is all this food constantly like very pretty and very yeah? It's all these like French uh, pastries laid out, right? <laughs> what she's got endless French pastries. I guess I would feel the same way. Like, oh, somebody left this beautiful pastry here. I'm gonna gobble it down. Um, yeah, and then she, and then they are back. And there's that separate. moment where they get into cars that are facing separate directions. Yeah. How did they know to like put mm. the cars in two separate directions? Yeah. And he's like, High Grove. The, uh, the secretary called ahead there. <laughs> We're going to need two cars. Yeah. We're going to need separate cars. <laughs> separate directions. Opposite directions. <laughs> yeah. And then she um, Meets goes the to see the queen and she's like, got this cute little outfit on, this cute red purse. I would love to see her purse closet. Like so many little cute matching handbags. Yep, and she, it was a cute little red purse that she takes off and puts on the couch, mm-hmm. and then um, she calls yeah, her mama. Just, yeah, which and then Charlotte, the queen gives her some serious like, face. Oh. She's like, uh, "You told me I could call you that." She's like, oh, she's like, "Of course, I did." But it seems like, like she's like, "I what? did not mean it." Yeah. Oh, but before she gets there, she called. Did you notice on the phone? It was like Kensington 5748 or whatever the phone number on the on the rotary phone. I didn't notice it. but Yes, it said dial zero for operator. And then the phone number, because in the olden days, you used to have your phone number on, printed on yeah. your phone. And before it had like, yeah, it would have a name and then just four digits. Like when in my grandmother's house when I was little, uh, and her, my grandmother in Alabama, in their little neighborhood in Pine Grove, Alabama, they, this was back in the seventies and eighties, they just had like four numbers. Like you could call anybody on their like road with just four numbers. Wow. Yeah. Then it was later that they got the, those three at the beginning Those, and then much and then later the really fancy the area, area codes, codes. <laughs> yeah yes i remember when we started having to use area codes they changed so many more phone numbers they changed our area code when i was a kid it went from 908 to 732 and i remember mm. just like being like i am not embracing <laughs> this 732 shit <laughs> i reject this 
But actually, my cell phone is now 908, so I'm back. Yes, awesome. But I guess it because it was like North Jersey. It was probably like North and Central were all 908, and then it just became North to be 908, and Central got its own, is my guess, because there used to not be that many people in Central Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yep. So she gets there, and yeah, she just lays it out like, um, I want to, what does she say? It's just. She's like, like what, can you give me some insight? And she's like, oh, because I've been a terrible mother, basically. She goes straight yeah. to the lake. And she's like, no, but if you if you if you love me, and then everyone else will. They'll follow your lead. I want to play for the team. You're the captain of the team. Everyone will follow your yeah. lead. So if you love me, they will love me. And, and then she just like totally just dismisses that dismissed. and literally dismisses her and and oh. Then when she rings the bell, yeah. and then she doesn't return the hug. And then the and queen then is the one to leave. Out, yeah. Leaves her there. So cruel. It's so intense. And then she goes and, like, talks about it to her mother and sister. But she does say, you know, maybe she has a point. But first, so, yeah, uh, she says, she describes it as a tight, rather depressing hug. And the queen mother says, I feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so cruel. So, they're all they're all like on her side though. Like that's just how they are. They don't know how to. Yeah, clearly the queen was overwhelmed by that. Yeah, because she and doesn't ever. To... Yeah, she no one's ever showing that, her giving how to be warm and how to be affectionate or and physical in any way. Even going back to the previous episode when she's like she, she like she had like Charles and Anne. And then it was like this long gap before she had Edward and Philip, and she like wanted to have them so she could like prove it to herself that she could do this, and then she still couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't have the affection to give. Yeah. And now she's like v- feeling very defensive, and she doesn't want it to be pointed out to her. Yes, exactly. Because she's totally, she's f- very happy and content when it's not pointed out to her. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just going through her life, watching her reel to reel. Yeah. Having her happy memories. You know, it's not, she has, you know, this way of living hasn't made her not have happy moments and not have family who care about her and things. Like, she has people who love her and she loves people, but mm-hmm. she's not going to, it's not in a way that we would think yeah and diana is an outsider and she has a different kind of temperament and and she's just you know the queen's not able to adapt to it and diana is like in desperate need of like mothering and affection and attention and so then and and that's when margaret margaret says if she doesn't bend she will break that whole and then Anne snaps like, the. It was so heavy-handed. <laughs> that whole that whole series, like Diana will give up, and this is her, this is the Queen Mother. Diana will give up, and like Philip did, until she fits, and she will bend or she will break. And then at that moment, she breaks the cracker and crunches on it. It's like okay, 
director. We get it. Yeah. The bend and break metaphor. You just have like beat us over the head with it. And then the very last scene, she's sitting in like the window, the window seat of the nursery looking just like. Like a small child. That's how they described her too. Like a small child. And then in the final scene, she is curled up in this white nightgown, like a little girl. There's a bunch of teddy bears all around her in the window seat. And she's just looking very kind of forlorn. And alone again. And that's where we end. So, yeah, pretty depressing. Yeah, <laughs> pretty heavy-handed foreshadowing. She will bend until she fits, or she will break. Or she Crunch. Will break. Thank you. If Thank she doesn't you, bend, Anne. she will break. Yeah, very sinister. Yeah. So it was a great episode for fashion. Very yes. And landscapes. And all yes. the like wide shots of the plane. We got out of yeah. England. Got out of London, got out of England, and um, got a bit more insight into into some uh, more sources of their relationship problems. Like, first of all, it was a crowded marriage with a third person, but also, you know, he is just, he becomes jealous of her because he wants the attention on him. This is my tour. My tour. Ugh. You ruined it. Except that you saved it. Like you yeah. achieved what we set out to achieve, but still you ruined it because it's my tour. They're booing the crown. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite a leap, Charles. You're you're because of you, they're booing the crown. Like I'm the crown and you're just the outsider and you're ruining the crown. So Yeah. It's bad. Um, I mean, they're going back to separate palaces. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah, even be in like, the same gigantic home together where there's right. lots of space to spread out. That is. And so what do we, how do we feel about that? Where should they be living? She doesn't want to, because Kensington Palace is. I mean, they should be living correct? separately because they are not good together. Right. They should be living separate lives. Yeah, I guess so. So at some point, I wonder if the she should be allowed to have cover just a separate as separate of a life as he is allowed to have, basically. Yeah. Well, there are stories, so I wonder if they're going to be covered. Yeah. Uh, but and then, yeah, it's like he's out there in the wilderness, out out there in the far out suburbs. Right. And she wants to be in London. And, but he's also close but to also, Camilla. On the on the other hand. For them to come back, and if if they have the op the option to go to separate places, I mean, honestly, if if you were like on a trip with someone for six weeks, <laughs> once you get home, you probably do want to go separately, at least for a little while. I don't know. Like these tours are so long. Can you imagine a six week tour? And they expected her to be away from her baby for that long. Ugh, I know. And I guess and the queen was away for four months, right? Yeah, five months, four months. Yeah, yeah. And when they got home, they just like shook hands with them or something. Yeah, Yeah, it was like, yeah, they missed uh, like half, like half of a year of of a baby. (laughs) Like that's of like your Uh, first year, half of it you mm -hmm. just miss on purpose. Yeah, Yeah. and you're like, no, it was great. Everything went exactly as it should have. 
So yeah, that's if that's your philosophy, because it's all I feel like with with the Queen and Philip's um, point of view and their generation, it's all about duty. You just do. Yes. You're just not even you're you're not even like a human being. You are the crown, and you just are on this earth to serve the crown and do your duty to the crown. And if you have to be miserable, then you just get over it. You just pay. You just be patient. And your hurt feelings will, it will all pass. And you'll just get used to it and just be patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's her advice for yep. everything. Just it'll pass. Just endure, and eventually you'll get used to it. It'll be fine. Excuse me. And I mean, that's basically what the Queen Mother says about Diana. Mm-hmm. She'll endure and get used to it, and it'll be fine. But that's she's a Spencer. Mm-hmm. Yes, I hope all of my beer gastrointestinal things have not come through too much on the microphone (laughs) (laughs) i've been swallowing some burps as well i apologize to any list to all four of our listeners to all four of our (laughs) listeners yes i think we have two listeners okay Uh, so I, apo- I apologize to you both for <laughs> situation. Um, so who is our biggest, who's our snob of the episode? Oh, yeah, we okay. forgot about that. Ooh. Okay. Well, I guess it would have to be Charles. Is it, would it be Charles or am I just angry at Charles for being a... I kind of want to give it to Anne again from the the Shady Taylor scene. <laughs> Yeah, she was. Although the queen actually, I feel like, is the one throwing shade in that scene Mm -hmm. just as much. And just the way. And they're just saying that, like, she's stealing the spotlight. She could, she's, Mm -hmm. you know, are you enjoying your your success too much? She says to her when. Oh, yeah. Like, we all are guilty of of playing to the gallery a bit too much. Mm -hmm. And which was ironic because. Yeah, like she was, she's clearly like reveling in the memory of it. And right, she it's yeah, enjoyed it. So she's but she's a the queen. There. Diana's not the queen. Right, and you all, you you got a little. So it's like Diana achieved what they wanted this tour to achieve. Yes, and, and yes, no one congratulates they're, her. They're not. They're like you her. did it wrong. You and you were doing too much. You yeah, were enjoying it too much. You were smiling too much. Yep. You you were we don't like enjoying it enjoying the adoration too much. Yeah, so the Yeah, she did it wrong. Yeah. According yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. Even though she did it. Mm-hmm. Can't win, which is why you're gonna go throw up everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that must be Yeah, that must have been so lonely. Yeah. Which is why she like really clung to William and Harry. So so it's so good that she had them. You know. But um okay, so this was a, a good episode for the fashions, for the moving the story forward, you know, getting more information about the crown and the the empire and you know a little bit of politics not too much and seeing a little baby William. yeah i felt like it was a good one for giving us some relationship 
storylines, which is always uh-huh. my favorite. Give me the character-driven yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. And just you see Diana's apparent just re- resolution to just accept this. Yeah, what's going to happen now? So she's like, all right, like... I talked to the talk to the queen she's like i she's tried everything she she had a conversation that went well but now he's not gonna participate anymore with helping to change things yeah and she didn't uh when she had when she talked to the queen she didn't mention camilla did she no she's just she's asking i mean she's kind of yeah she goes into that queen conversation i feel like as not giving up as being like look you know, I need to keep working on this because our marriage is still really bad. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice? Because you mm-hmm. know him. Like, what should I do? Yeah. But, I mean, the yeah, kind of did. the advice that the queen basically gives her, if you could call her advice, is she's basically saying, like, you have to let him be in the spotlight. And mm-hmm. Diana doesn't want to hear that. And not like she should have to hear it. But... And that's the solution? Like, yeah, the, I, wonder... I know. The solution is to just, yeah, to be like to just a robot. And, like, yeah. and, then, and how does one even do that? Like, she's charming and pretty and interesting. So, and she's just supposed yeah. to like not And he doesn't give things. her any attention back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, he's the worst. Okay, Okay. so this was six. There's ten episodes, right? So we have four more. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have and have you watched them? I have not watched them. Oh, no, me neither. Have you? No. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, this is good. The way we're just like rational. It is. Yeah, I mean, I do. It can. It's tempting when Mm -hmm. Netflix tries to go right to the next one, and I'm like, I gotta stop. (laughs) I know you have to click like watch the credits. Yeah. It and it is (laughs) tempting, but it also it doesn't feel like a binging show. And actually, I've watched every episode twice. Mm. Yes. As, as have I. <laughs> yeah, because the first time so you don't want to take like, notes. Yeah, although this time I actually was like, I'm going to try taking notes upon my first viewing this time. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes the second viewing I'm like not quite paying attention as much and mm-hmm. it's not as, I'm not as engaged of like not knowing what's going to happen and mm-hmm. all that. So mm-hmm. I think this, for this next episode, yeah. I'm going to take notes my first time but not like be too crazy about it, but just like if something okay. really stands out, yeah, shot down idea. my feeling. Because then you're getting your real first impression. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. okay. Until okay. next week. Until this has next been week. The crown. <laughs> Wait for stuff.